another amazing episode of the Not My Problem podcast. I'm your host, Nestle, a 24-year-old from Atlanta, Georgia, and this is my corner of the internet where I talk about whatever I want on a week-to-week basis. You guys already know the drill. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review. It takes 30 seconds. I tell you guys this every podcast episode. I'm going to continue to tell you because some of you guys just aren't listening. Like, I'm putting out this content for you and you just hate me. Like, at this point... I just don't know what's happening. So if you haven't already, share the podcast with a friend. Put it on your Instagram story. Tell your best friend. Tell your grandma, your mom, your cousin, your uncle. Honestly, like I I don't mind. You can tell whoever you want. But today I am brought to you with another guest episode, which is like kind of a big deal, guys, because you know that I don't usually do guest episodes because – it's like a lot to record, edit them. I'm not going to lie to you. Like I have to like plan my day and I have to actually sit down. I have to look like a presentable human being. It's like something that's just like not in the cards with me. But I've been wanting to talk about dating apps and the opinions of the dating apps because, you know, I love a good dating app. I'm not very great at the dating apps. I'm still single. So clearly something's not working. But I wanted to talk to somebody about how the apps are, like life on the apps, and if there's anything that's like better than one app is better than the other. So today I have my good sis, Mallory, and she is in the virtual podcast studio and her name is Mallory Metz. She works in consumer engagement. I may or may not have looked her up on LinkedIn to figure out what she does. That's fine. (laughs) She works at a super cool company and is also the host of the 20s and 20. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Mallory. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to trash talk every dating app I've ever been on. I absolutely love it. I I remember I met you in one of the like like the happy hour and we're in this like um like engagement podcast group with a bunch of girls and the, like every other Tuesday we have a a podcast happy hour and she joined and I was like, "Yep, this is the girl. We're going to talk about the apps." And then I listened to your one podcast episode with one I think it was one of your guy friends and you guys talked about the dating apps and I was like, "Yeah, me and her are the same. We're on the same page. We we can roast these apps together. So I'm very excited to have you on. I'm here for roasting the apps. I have been on all of them. I can speak to all of them. I've met every man probably out there in the Dallas metro area um, and I'm still single. So clearly I have not found success through the apps yet. One day, I I am the same way. I've been on these apps for maybe like, I guess like three, on and off for like three or four years. I feel like I've been through it all and I'm still single. So, you know, one one of these days I'll I'll find the jackpot. But I wanted to give the listeners a chance for you to tell like the world about yourself. So how about you do some humble bragging, tell us who you are, what you do, and a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so you already went through my LinkedIn, so we won't touch on my business life, but my name is Mallory Metz. I am almost 24 years old. My birthday's actually on the 18th, um, so big Virgo season. Um, and a little bit about myself. I started a podcast during quarantine. That's how I met you. That's how we're here today. I'm a huge dating app aficionado. I've been on all of them, as I've already, I feel like, said 100 times, and we'll say 100 times more. Um, outside of my unsuccessful dating career, I would say I love to binge TV, trash TV, Netflix TV, corny TV, all shows, all movies. If it has a love story in it, I'm all in. Um, I'm actually a big reader. So that's something that I feel like quarantine's given some time back. Um, and yeah, I guess that's me. I'm pretty simple. Not a lot to explain. We, we love that for you. So what is, what's the show that you're like really into? 
Oh my God. Well, normal people on Hulu like took me through this emotional roller coaster. I watched it in a day. Um, every there's like 12 episodes and they're only 20 minutes long. 20 minutes must just be my motif for life, but they're so good. And it's actually based off of a book, but I didn't read the book. Um, but that's like, if you like love stories and an emotional roller coaster, like that's it. That's the one. Maybe I'll give it a chance. Like I, you would think that I would be really into like movies and TV shows because like, what else am I doing? I'm literally just at home, but I actually haven't been watching that much TV. I'm, I'm a big, I have big YouTube energy. Mm -hmm. I just binge watch YouTube videos and Twitch, um, which I don't know what's wrong with me, but you know, that's probably why I'm still single because I'm just out here looking at men on Twitch. It's fine. (laughs) Well, the YouTube videos I watch, I would be embarrassed to share. Like I'm like on cringy YouTube outlet so that's not something I would come on here and humble brag about but I'm happy that you're out there as well (laughs) yes I'm either like it's either like the makeup world and maybe some little vlogging and then it goes deep down into like the things I will never I will never tell people this is what I freaking watch on YouTube (laughs) they think I'm psychotic a hundred percent I'm like if you would know the people I fangirl over you'd be mortified which is probably why I have yet to meet a guy that I love Um, is because the guys I idolize are YouTube famous. So anyways. (laughs) Love that for you. Okay. So in the spirit of a good get to know you game, I love having these like, would you rather, but this time, since we're doing dating, I'm doing a red flag or deal breaker. And red flag or deal breaker is the concept of they're perfect in every way, except this one thing. And it's either a red flag where you're like, oh, it's like questionable, but I'll tolerate it. And like deal breaker, you're running for the hills. So I've handpicked five circumstances. Are you ready? Yes, I'm excited. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker, they're still good friends with their ex. The, the sweet, innocent, single Mallory wants to be like, it's just a red flag. Like, you can be friends with whoever you want. But the jealous, crazy Mallory says deal breaker. Like, I'm out. I don't – you can't just be friends with your ex. If you've seen them naked, you can't just be friends. And that's a rule I live by. And that's fair. And then also, I, there is this instance, like, how good of friends? Are you, like, cordial, liking each other's Instagram friends? But in this instance, I'm going to assume, like, they, like, actually hang out, into which that's, like, a fuck no for me. So that's also a deal breaker. Right. Like, you guys can still follow each other on Instagram. I don't even care if you like each other's pictures. But if you guys are getting, like, drinks once a week, like, that's where I'm out. Or, like, if you're sort of forced to be in the same friend group, I feel like that's, like, still, like, not a deal breaker because you can't really – quit your friends. It just sucks that your ex is in your friend group. Exactly. Okay. Next one. They're obsessed with conspiracy theories. I'm like, that. I have no problem with that. I'm like, okay, red You're flag. It? <laughs> okay. It, it really depends on this conspiracy theory. I don't know if they tell me they're a flat earth there. Like, let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're right. I guess I, I'm like... I, in my head, I'm like yelling Bush did 9-11, but like, you're right. There's some, there's some crazy conspiracy theorists out there that we need to, to dwell on a little bit that I would be like, oh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to assume this next one's a deal breaker or honestly, you might love it. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> but red flag or deal breaker, they clap every single time the plane lands. Speaking oh, of that's 9-11. A deal breaker. <laughs> Speaking of 9-11. It's too soon. This is September third right now. I can't be making these jokes. Um, that's a deal breaker. That's also like men just having a bar super low. Like you're clapping when the plane lands. That's where the bar is at. That's nice. That's the bare minimum. Um, like it's 
<laughs> the bear. And I'm the just like, should why? Land. I, <laughs> we shouldn't have to be clapping because of the plane. That is the expectation. Like, yeah. the, the plane should land always. Lord yes. Jesus. No, that's okay. a deal breaker. Okay, good. Deal breaker for me as well. Um, I would just be so embarrassed. I think I might break up with them, like literally, like sitting in the chair, getting my suitcase. And I'm like, I'm just going to go my separate way. Like, it's over. <laughs> I'd be like, where's this plane going next? You go. I'll wait. I'll stay for the next I'll one. Here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Red flag or deal breaker? They're a really bad tipper. That's a deal breaker for me. I'm like, you have to respect the service industry. Like, the. You can't afford to tip. If you're going out and taking us out to dinner, you should be able to tip well. Otherwise, we shouldn't That's be going facts. out to dinner. Yeah. And then, like, as someone who's also worked in the service industry, like, that just, like, grinds my gears. Like, don't go outside if you can't. Just don't go outside. Just stay in the confines. Stay home. <laughs> yeah. Don't leave. Quarantine yourself if you can't afford to tip. Like, I'm also, like, don't get Uber Eats. Like, I, it's okay to tip the bare minimum on things like that, but I'm still like, these people are out there working hard for that money. And it's like sucky for the people that actually just like, they don't understand like why they should tip. I'm like, this person is giving you a service because your lazy ass won't go. <laughs> like pay them. Oh my God. It's so frustrating. Okay. Last but not least, red flag or deal breaker, they chew with their mouth open. I think you have to say red flag. Like you can't hate someone because their mom never said chew with your mouth closed. Like maybe that's something you can fix. Maybe it's. Maybe it's work around. Uh, but is it like they chew with their mouth open or are they like slapping their mouth? Like, are they like, <laughs> like, we're doing they're some smacking. ASMR. Let's go. Let's go that far. They're smacking. They're smacking. Yeah. How good looking are they? Do they have other red flags? <laughs> is this the final straw or the first? Let's, let's say like they're a 9.5. Like they're pretty damn hot. Okay. Then it's a red it. flag and we don't eat out with others. You don't come for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you don't come for Christmas. We don't do double dates. So as part of my podcast, I always do a vibe check. And for people that don't know what a vibe check is, it's like my my time and the guest time to just talk about what's going on in their minds, anything that they have to rant about. So Mallory, what are the vibes? How are we doing? What are the vibes? I feel like I already mentioned my birthday's around the corner. And this is the time of year where I always feel the need to start working out and dieting. And then literally every time around my birthday, I just give up. So like right now I'm in the very, like, after this, I'll go for a light jog and like be very healthy, but it's really all a sham that I do for three weeks out of the entire year. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at mentally. Um, I'm also so busy at work and I have so much zoom fatigue and then I podcast as well. And not just your podcast, but my own. And I'm like, all I do is stare at a screen and then I go watch TV I don't know. I'm feeling very Zoom fatigued out lately. No, the Zoom fatigue was real. And for me, like the the one blessing was we moved to like online or not on well, I guess online, like working from home. And we just have our teams calls, but nobody nobody turns on Zoom. Like nobody puts on the camera. It's just phone calls. And I'm like, yes. Yes, this is what I need because do you think I don't want to stare at you people. I already know what you look like. And also like I'm wearing the same shirt for like five days in a row like I like I don't know what to tell you <laughs> I look the same but I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling the work like drain it comes in waves where I'm like 
Why am I doing this? Can I just be a housewife? Someone just wife me up. Let me just have, let me just have the Bezos money and just live my life and not have any responsibilities because like it's hard and I'm just tired all the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> and then it's the thing where you're like, oh, what I should be grateful for like having a job in the middle of the pandemic. I was like, yeah, but the shit sucks. So I don't know what to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like the epitome of white girl problems. Like everything I'm like, oh, my nine to five job working for a great company is so hard. And then I'm also, I saw this tweet the other day that's like, you're closer to a million dollars than Jeff Bezos is. I'm like, that's messed up because he has so much money that I can be closer to a million dollars than he is. Oh, we love that for you. Okay, let's get into let's get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about the apps and dating and everything. So I think it only makes sense for us to talk about our current dating life. So what what's the status? How what's going on over there in in Texas? And what's dating life like in Texas? Okay, so I guess we'll start off by saying I've always been on the dating apps, like for as long as I can remember. But it wasn't until the pandemic that I really started to go all in on my dating app efforts. So I would say I recently kicked into high gear with putting my best foot forward on actually going out and executing against dates before it was just sort of like this fun thing of like, who's out there in the world, but I never messaged back. I was like, not an active user in that sense. So recently, I've kicked it into high gear, gone <laughs> full steam ahead. Um, as you know, and as I guess I'm notorious for, I have been doing speed dating on dating apps. Um, Tell us more so, about that. So that's quite the interesting experience for anyone out there who's unfamiliar with the league. It's a dating app that I guess originally started by. They, it was meant for Ivy League people to date other Ivy League people. So that's the attitude it has behind it. However, now in the 21st century, it sort of just um, evolved into you only have to have a LinkedIn profile. So it's weeding out those people on Tinder and Bumble who are sort of what you may consider just not your type. Just they don't have a LinkedIn if that's what you're not into. Um, so it connects with your LinkedIn, which is also a plus and a minus because it won't show you your coworkers. It excludes people who work for the same company as you. So that's kind of a bonus. Um, but I also hate having people see where I work on dating apps because I don't like, I just feel like you may know someone where I work or like, I have like a weird thing about that in my head, but basically the league works just like any other app as far as liking or not liking, but then every Wednesday and Sunday, I think they implemented this during quarantine, they do speed dating. So you get set up with three matches and you have two and a half minutes to talk to a match. Before you start your speed date, they show you their profile. So you could immediately be like, yay or nay. And then they give you a conversation starter and then you get thrown right into a FaceTime with them. Is it awkward? Like, how does that usually go? So I would say the first time I did it, it was awkward. Like I was like, are we supposed to talk about this conversation starter? Like, have you done this before? What is this like? And then I also was like, if I like you right now, is it going to be like, Mallory likes you? <laughs> like, I was like, how does this work? Like I was confused. So at first it was a little awkward, but then once I got the hang of it, it was just like easy going. I mean, you have a podcast. I have a podcast. I feel like it's our job to talk to strangers a little bit. 
So it just sort of became like a drill question. And then anybody who kind of spit it back at you, I was like, okay, I like you versus people who were like, and like got choked up. I was like, oh, I don't think we would get along at all. Yeah, that's fair. Because I feel like with with the speed dating and just like, if you can immediately do the banter and immediately have the conversation, like it's just like not going to work out. But I also say this when knowing that I typically go for like really nerdy tech guys that have zero social skills and but which is fine because I I can be I want to be the star of the show I'm the catch anyway so like they can be like but you just need to be able to you don't have to be the outgoing one but you need to be able to keep up I think is my thing so right to try the league you just got to communicate yeah the league is just great from a speed dating perspective because it just breaks that barrier of a guy's never picking up the phone and calling you. Update, newsflash, if you're waiting for him to call, he won't, unless you tell him to. And so it just breaks the barrier of like, I kind of know what you actually look like in person. There's an initial attraction or there's not. And it's easy to know whether the, or not the conversation is going to flow in person. That's that's fair. I, I should really try it because for me, right now I'm like super single, but I'm not on the apps because I'm just like, for me, I... I I took a break right before quarantine started, like New Year. I was like, yeah, no, no, New Year, no apps was my, like, was my motto. And then, uh, like, right before quarantine, or, like, right when quarantine started, I was like, well, fuck. Let me talk, let me talk to the men, because I can just text them, and I don't have the pressure of meeting, because it's, like, a global pandemic. You know, like, we can all just be at home. But then after a while, I was like, I don't actually want to be your pen pal, and I don't really want to talk to you at all. So then I deleted the apps again. And now I'm at the phase where I'm like, okay, well, like it's kind of socially acceptable to do like a social distance date. So maybe I should get back on the apps. But then also like I need to redo all of my photos because I look the same. But like I know that these pictures are like super fucking old. So I need to go make new pictures. So I bought a damn tripod, like a phone tripod, like a TikTok star. <laughs> so that I can take pictures. <laughs> and then I'm like, is this where, is this who I've become? <laughs> Is this who we are? I love TikTok. Um, yeah, no, I think that's super valid. I think now is definitely the time to get back on, especially because I read something like dating apps are up usage-wise 60%. So oh, there's a whole new pool out there. I mean, I've already in the last six months swiped through all the pool um, and I'm back refiltering in. Um, so there's not that many fish in the sea. Newsflash. <laughs> We love that for you. Okay, that, but that leads me into my next question. So what are all the apps that you're on? So I would say there's apps that I'm on and actively use. And then there's apps that I've used before that I just no longer do. So I would say my big three are Hinge, Bumble, and The League. So okay. an, an, an abnormal top three, because I feel like a lot of people use Tinder. Um I have used Tinder in the past, but I'm currently not on it. Maybe I should get back on it. I haven't used Tinder since I was like 19 and clueless. The um, window of the window of Tinder being a socially acceptable or not even a socially acceptable app because it's still socially acceptable of like a decent amount of prospects and like the likelihood of finding a decent man is low because all the people that I know that use Tinder, they all got married to their Tinder man. But this was like way back when in like 2014, when Tinder first started, the life is it's not the same over there anymore. It's a bunch of degenerates. I'm convinced you only get on Tinder if you're looking for a quick fix. Like I can't imagine a guy being on there. Like I'm going to get on Tinder tonight and I'm going to meet some girl who I'm going to take to the nicest steakhouse in Dallas and have show her a good time and then expect nothing in return. Like that is not a Tinder vibe. 
So for me, I deleted <laughs> Tinder. Um, a, probably for the pool of candidates and B, for the intentions. Like I'm just not looking to go over to Joe Schmo's house in the middle of a pandemic, not knowing if he's normal or not. Um, and then some other apps I've been on that I'm no longer on is Coffee Meets Bagel. We love, I, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that one because I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> so that one I was also on, God, that had to be a little over a year ago. That was I when I first moved to Texas, my coworker was like, you should get on Coffee Means Bagel. And I'm like, okay. And it's super interesting. I don't know if you want me to talk about like how it works, but basically well, I we'll just, get to that one. I just felt like the pool is a little small or weird. Um anyways, and then I feel like there's been a, a couple others. I haven't been on ship before. You um, try. It's fun for friends, but I don't know if it's like actually been useful in finding in finding men. I guess it could just be a fun thing. Why I should just yeah. make it a goal to be on all of them. Honestly, just see what's changed. I, I I think I'm on similar. Well, when I when I was on apps, I have Hinge on my phone with no profile setup. It's just there, ready for when mm-hmm. I decide that I want to set up a profile. Because my my common thing is setting like starting my Hinge profile. And then getting to like doing the cap, doing like the info, blah, 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 gets to the photos. I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I delete the app. (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore because it's just so overwhelming. But I usually like my two have always been Hinge and Bumble. Um, Bumble. Oh, I I forgot about Bumble. Did I talk about Bumble? No, you said Bumble. You said Bumble. You keep going. But I think Bumble is a sham because they like they promote it to be like this like feminist app. But I'm like, no, this caters to men. All you do is swipe. You swipe on the men that you want. But then now these men have these options of like a list of women that have already liked them. So they get to pick and choose, which is why men never reply or yeah, yeah. Nine times out of 10, they never reply because they have all these options and they're just like, ooh, I want this one. And they already know like the girl likes them because like that's the whole purpose of the app. (sighs) <sighs> hate it it's trash but and I've also had like weird weird experiences on on Bumble it's in and like Hinge I never get any likes and I'm like are you guys just boring like what's happening I never get likes on Hinge and I have this weird thing where I only look at people who have liked me so I'm, I'm like are guys only looking for girls who have liked them because I I already do that on Bumble if you want that go on Bumble but you need to be liking me I guess so it's like this fun thing that every time I get a hinge notification I'm like who in the world could have liked me and then we look and I'm like oh it would be you like that's yes and then you're like I'm almost offended to see some of the people that have liked me I'm just like what the fuck (laughs) yeah and then I read this statistic the other day that says the people dating apps show you like when you're swiping like bumble and tinder are it's basically the dating apps have assigned you a number and these are men that they have put in your same number category, which some of them I'm like, I'm happy to share a number based off my looks with them. Others I'm like, no fucking way. No way. No way. I look like that guy. No way. We're in the same caliber. (laughs) No way. We're in the same caliber. I'm offended that you even thought to put me in this bracket. (laughs) I'm like, kick him off the app. Like, yeah, I don't want to see him show me less of this. Like, that's what I want to be able to have. Or like how on TikTok you can hold down and say not interested. That's what I want to be able to do with men. And then it'll filter men based off of looks that I like. I want the TikTok algorithm for dating apps. 
That's what I Honestly, want. Honestly, TikTok algorithm is top tier. So TikTok, start working on a dating app and I will be in that bitch because all these other apps are just not working out for me. I'll literally invest. Like, what do you need? Jeff Bezos, I'm almost to a million dollars. Like, come on. Come on. Let's make something happen. Okay. So do you prefer meeting the app, meeting the men on the apps or meeting men in the wild? What is your experience with both of them? Okay. I feel like I have a really hard time meeting men in the wild. And maybe that's because I wasn't as desperate pre-pandemic. Like I still was like aloof and like having fun and just about me. And now I'm like, I would really like to hold someone's hand. Like now I'm like (laughs) physical touch, give it to me. But I feel like I'd like to meet someone in the wild because you get a vibe check from them, but also you don't know intentions at all. Like if you met a guy out at a bar and he takes you home, that could just be it. Like there could be no next chapter. Like the book could just shut and that's that. Versus on a dating app, you can tell right away if a guy just wants to take, if he's on Tinder, he just wants to have the bar experience brought right to his door versus, you know, some of the other apps you could kind of weed out and see what his actual intentions are. So I feel like I'm sort of for the dating apps for weeding out intentions, but I want to meet someone in real life. So I just don't know. Uh, Yeah, no, I think that, I think the most ideal way to meet someone is a friend of a friend. That's like the best, the best case circumstance but like all of my friends are either they don't they don't have friends of friends that are guys or they're friends of friends that are guys are not not up to par for me so it's just a lose lose (laughs) I literally always say that's the best case scenario is someone brings a friend around and you're like I love him and they like vouch for him and it's like two plus two equals four I'm like that's what I want but again I'm like first of all I moved to a new city like a year ago so I'm still trying to make friends um that have friends and then Second, like the people that they bring around, I'm like, not a chance. Like I can, no, no. And that's that. So they have yet to find someone good. If you are my friend listening to this, you guys have yet to find someone great for me. Me constantly telling my friends, I'm like, okay, so when you guys know my type at this point, like why, why are we not working to find me the love of my life? Like, do you just want me? I'm fine being the single friend, like truthfully, but like every once in a while, I'm just like, okay, but someone, can I get like some attention? Not the babies that aren't even worth saving their numbers. Like I want something better. Right. And I feel like out in the bar, like real world scenario, all my friends were the ones who were like scattered across the bar talking to different guys. And I'm just like at the drink, like at the bar holding a drink by myself. Like I'm like, you guys are putting in work and I'm not. Maybe. See, I'm not, I am not a go out and talk to a stranger at a bar type of situation, but men are also too pussy to come talk to you in bars in 2020. So now I'm just like, well, shit, now we're just going to awkwardly stare at each other. And then I'm going to hope I see you on the dating apps. <laughs> oh, right. Which I have had. I've had that happen before, it weirdly enough. It happens a lot. Yeah. Like, you can be in the biggest city. Like, like I'm in Dallas and I see you guys out in the real world and then sadly or excitingly see them on a dating app. So there's been many a time. Hilarious. Okay. So with dating apps, what are some like immediate deal breakers? You Well, besides them just not being attractive, like you see their profile and you're like, mm, no. Uh, okay. Well, sadly enough, I'm a super tall girl. So uh, for all the men out there that love me, if you're shorter than me, you're an immediate no. But I think that's- How tall like, are you? I'm like 5'11". So I'm okay, almost six fair. feet. That's tall. And I'm also like- yeah. 
now it's sidebar like every short girl dating a tall guy that's selfish that's not okay like give him back to the pool take draw a new straw um anyways and then I feel like some other red flags I have that I'm like uh immediate no is Disney fans I'm not a Disney girl I don't want to go to Disney World with you I don't want to be a season pass holder if we go like once for just like fun like you've never been to Orlando like we can go to Disney World that's fine but don't put it in your bio um I weirdly hate gym selfies like gym gym guys I just feel like if you're super fit it's just not gonna work weirdly like it's not gonna I, I completely understand. First of all, like, it, I just think it's, like, kind of obnoxious to just post it on, like, on your page, on your dating app. I'm, like, you just want to show off your body. Like, that's fine. And But also, like, I eat like shit. So, like, if you're going to – if this is going to be an issue, then it's just not going to work. Yeah, like, if you're going to carb shame me, I don't want to go out with you. Um, what else? I – this may just be, like, a Mallory thing, but I also hate when guys put 420 friendly. I'm, like – honey you're 29 if you smoke weed that's fine but don't put it in your don't put it in your bio like don't what girl out there is like looking for some guy who's 420 friendly I just don't know maybe they are Uh, but so see when I see for because when I see 420 friendly I'm thinking that you're a pothead because that's, that's like the only thing that warrants you having you feeling so inclined to put that in your bio you have to smoke every day (laughs) yeah what is wrong with you yeah I also I ran into an issue recently where a guy didn't put this in his bio but after we started talking he said he didn't drink and I was like "Ooh, is that a deal breaker for you I said I told him I was like I think that's a deal breaker and he was like really like I don't care if you drink and I was like I care that I'm gonna be on my ass drunk and you're going to be so sober. Like, I don't even, I also can't imagine this going anywhere, like at all in my head without a cocktail. Like he was like, for a date, I'd love to walk around and get a dessert. And I was like, like a cupcake, like a cup of Froyo. Like I'm not 17 anymore. Like I, I don't want that. I want a cocktail. I want dinner even. I don't want a dessert. Uh, See, uh, see that makes it, that makes it, that ends up making it really hard for me. I think it, I don't ever get super drunk, so it doesn't. It would be like a red flag for me. I wouldn't care that much as long as they didn't care that I drink. But like my first date, like my two things are either coffee or drinks because it's e- it's an easy thing to get out of. Like if you if you just want to get in and out, like you can either stay longer or dip out as soon as you're done with your drink. So if they don't, they want to walk around the party, want to go to a fucking picnic, like, fuck no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to go. I just like, don't want to go to a Froyo shop with you and like create our own Froyo. Like I just like, that yells like a more intimate date to me than like you cooking me dinner. Like I just don't want you to know that I put marshmallow topping on my ice cream. Like you're going to literally be disgusted and you don't drink on top of that. So like, there's too many there's, he's going to have too many red flags after meeting me. Like I'm doing him the favor of being like, I'll just stop you there. <laughs> oh my God. No, that is like Froyo. You get to the topping station and you have that, that moment where they're watching you. So put your toppings on and you're like, fuck, do I go for the extra scoop when I've already have a mountain of gummy bears on top of my ice cream? <laughs> like, are they going to judge me? 
Or I'm like, should I load this shit up with fruit because it's the heaviest and I never want to pay for that myself? Like, is he going to know? <laughs> oh, my God. No. So, uh, so awkward. I completely so – oh, awkward. shit. What did I just – I completely – I completely get it. For me – what, what, fuck, what was even the question? Oh, media deal breakers. Okay, so short people. Uh, see, I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to negotiate with short people. What's this your high negotiation? I'm five six, so I'm like. But if you're five, you can be five. You can be five six, and I'll be fine with it. But you need to be five six and like a mechanical engineer making like six figures. Like that's like my thing. Like you can be you can be short but successful, <laughs> and yeah, I'm like willing yeah. to negotiate with you. Um, and, and, but like, I don't, I went on a date with a six, nine dude and I was like, yeah, no, I, I never want to do this again. Like, I can't send like, him to me, all, send him to Dallas. No, no Mallory, you, you didn't want <laughs> you know, he was not, first of all, he catfished me and that's another, that's another struggle with the dating apps is like, they just fucking cat men don't update their pictures. And like, so I already go into it knowing that they probably look slightly different unless I already looked at their Instagram profile and I saw that like one of the pictures was updated. So then I can like gauge how, what they look like now. But these men will post like pictures from like three years ago. And I'm like, you don't look anything like this anymore. But this man, he was like bald. He had like, he recently was divorced. I was like, what, where are all this, this information was not in your app. Like what? No, 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 no. It, no, no. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So what about, eight, well, height. Huh, what's your, th- what's your thoughts on guys with kids? Red flag, deal breaker. Don't care. De- deal breaker because I don't want kids like at all. That's so. a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> That's, I don't that would make sense. Life. Yeah. You don't want to raise someone else's it, at that point. Right. I'm just like, yeah, no. And then like my my thing and my struggle with going on dating apps in general or dating in general, which is probably – I should probably seek a therapist to talk about this issue. I just don't like having responsibility of other people's emotions. So I'm like, ah, this is another reason why I don't go on – like I'm not committed to going on the dating apps right now because like I don't want the responsibility of other people's emotions. So for them to also have to be responsible for somebody else's emotions and I got to like – like ugh, I gotta share my attention. There's too much. No, there's too much. There's too many variables. I can't do it. So I'm like, no. Um, and then I then I look at that point. I'm pulling up their LinkedIn profile. Like height and how you look is fine on the app. And then like I figure out your last name and where you work. And and I'm looking up the LinkedIn. <laughs> I I like get nervous because I'm on like you can see who I am. When do you have like LinkedIn Premium or do you have it turned off? So then oh, I have a fake LinkedIn account. No, that's awesome. That's amazing. I have a fake fake LinkedIn. And honestly, I use it for all aspects of of my life. Um, Like, like like professional, I like look at people and creep on them. Um, But I, the main purpose of why I made the app, made the second LinkedIn was to look at men. (laughs) I'm like floored. I think that's the most genius thing I've ever heard because there's been so many times that I want to click and I just don't, I just move on or I have a friend do it. No, make that fake LinkedIn account. Like it's like a generic school, a basic ass name. Nobody will ever know. Nobody will ever know. <laughs> if you see someone from Harvard looking at your profile, it's secretly me. It's secretly me. No, I, I'm like I have, I have like a state school. <laughs> Real basic. Real basic. Gotta humble myself. Gotta humble myself. Okay. And last thing I want to talk about is your opinion ranking each app and your like quick hit opinion on the app. So let's do the ranking first. Quick hit opinion, maybe a little controversial. I think I'm going to go fumble the league 
Hinge. Those are my top three. Okay. And I'll do take out my to top go- three and then okay. we'll and then we'll go we'll go into the opinions on even like the obscure ones. We'll we'll do that as last. Okay, so my top three. Um I mean in terms of quality. In, I use the term quality very loosely because let's be honest, all the, the same people are on all of the same apps. Um, so, but I will say Hinge probably number one. Um, uh, Bumble number two. Ship number three. I have, I need to revisit the league. I think I'm going to go back on it because the last time I went on it was maybe like right after they, it's like right after they just made you put your like um, your LinkedIn profile. So maybe maybe it's better now. Maybe I'll have a chance. So I'll get, I'll give that a try. But that that's my my top three. But now let's do let's do some quick hit opinions, and we're gonna start with coffee meets bagel. Why does it look like it's from two thousand and one? Like it looks like it was invented before apps were invented I don't the user face is like so outdated I'm like you guys could have a remake and be fabulous and they're not I don't understand the, the interface I don't understand why I need to earn these little fucking bagel points beans. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> the beans coffee beans I forgot about that yeah yeah I don't want to earn anything on a dating app. I'm trying to win someone's love. love. (laughs) I don't need to put in any more work to gamify this dating app. It's like so stupid. I'm like, you're, you're losing people. There's no way in hell that people are like, I'll just sit here and wait for my beans to come. Like, no, fuck that. I'm going to my next app. (laughs) I, I always say this. I want an app that I can just sit there for hours and swipe. That's how you get through all of the Metro flex. Like, you just swipe. <laughs> Tinder One will layer. do it for you. Oh no, they limit you now. They maxed you out. That's the Shut up. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Okay, let's move, let's move on to Tinder. Let's do Tinder. Ugh, Tinder. I just feel like it's the bottom of the barrel. It's the last drop in the bag. It's the crushed cereal at the bottom. Like it's the things you don't want, like at all, from people, from what they're looking for. I just feel like I haven't been on it in a while, but I. Don't love it. I've never met men so aggressive than the men that come on Tinder. Like, these men don't give a single fuck. They will tell you everything that they want to do to you. And I'm just like, do you kiss your mom with that mouth? Like, what is it going on here? And then for it to be, like, one of the oldest, like, dating apps, why is the interface so shitty? Like, everything else, like, Bumble's clean, the league is clean. Hinge, Hinge is probably like the top tier in terms of like how it looks and aesthetic. It's very, it's a very nice looking app. So why does why does freaking Tinder look like a baby made it? Like I don't understand. Yeah, it's so plain. It's embarrassing, and I'm embarrassed to be on it. I'm embarrassed to be seen on it, and I'm also like, what? I like have a question for the audience as to like who has found success on Tinder in 2020. Like, was it a hookup that turned into something more serious or... That's literally the only way. That's the only way. Nobody's, like I said, nobody's whining and dining you on Tinder. That's the bottom. That's that's the bottom line. Okay. What about the league? The league. Okay. It's a little 
it's like coffee meets bagel, but is like nicer. So you only get a certain amount of matches. You get three people every day at five and they call it happy hour, which I'm like, that's dumb. Um, but I do feel like the candidates are a little bit better than others. Again, it's still the same people, but they just look a little different. Um, and I just, I, they're, they're only so high on my list because of the speed dating, because I have yet to see another app do something like that. Slash, I can't believe I have tried that like five times speed Pretty dating fun. sounds really fun I haven't been on league in forever it does it did give me elitist vibes but honestly I feel like I I'm like I shouldn't have this elitist mentality but honestly that's probably where I fit in the most so I'm my, my ass is downloading it as soon as we're, we're done with this podcast episode because maybe I'll find my love we'll see maybe I, oh I was <laughs> like is it Wednesday I was like you could go speed dating after this it's not Thursday. <laughs> it's not Wednesday oh next time Sunday is the next one right I'll be Sunday like, Maybe I'll partake. I'll get a fresh, a fresh blouse or whatever, you know. You could vlog it. You'd be like, this is my speed dating experience. Here's me getting ready. Content. I have to get it in the corner so nobody knows that I'm actually recording them. And that'll be really fucking weird. They're like, what the fuck is that camera in the background? I'm like, I don't know. Camera. (laughs) (laughs) The government is always watching. What do you mean? (laughs) For security purposes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Bumble. Bumble. Okay. I like it. I don't like messaging first, but I do feel like, okay, I also have this weird thing on Bumble, which kind of goes back to Pinge. And it's like, I swipe right a lot. And then if someone extends the match, then I'll reach out and say hi. But that happens like twice a year. Like that never, nobody's ever (laughs) sending the match very often. But when they do, I'm like, oh, this is big. This is a big win. Um, I only like Bumble. I'll only message you first if I can give you like a very witty opener. Like you left me a lot of room. If you have just straight photos and like just your ethnicity on there, I'm like, I can see that. And I don't like you because you have not, you don't bring any value to the table. Like how am I supposed to, supposed to start a conversation with you sitting on the back of a pickup truck? Um, so that's my opinions on Bumble. That's fair. So I I'm, I have very similar feelings. I, I like it because I get to go through the most guys and I'm just like, oh, cute, cute. It's like, it's a it's a very nice, like, mindless swiping sort of situation. I'm like, oh, cute, cute, cute. Oh, dog, cute swipe. Um, maybe I'll message. I gave up on this whole idea of, like, trying to craft a good message. Unless there's something that's really, like, sticking out at me that I'm like, okay, I can talk about this. Because... I, I waste my time crafting these good ass messages for men to not reply to me. So it's either a great message or I send them like a hey, what's up? Because if they want to talk to me, they'll reply. And if they want to yeah. have a good conversation, they'll find a way to make it a good conversation afterwards. I feel like I have to stop with the clever openings because most of the time they either aren't clever enough to get what I'm saying or B, they don't reply. And I'm like, I wasted an hour crafting that. Honestly, some of my best They're opening kind of lines. hard to do. They're so hard. I was just going to say some of my best opening lines come after like three drinks at happy hour. And I'm like, hey, like so confident, so on my game. Um, let me tell you, a night after happy hour, I wake up the next morning, never had more matches in my life. I'm like, that, that girl is crazy. Um, so yeah, that leads to a lot of cringy. I ghost them usually after that. We love a good ghost after a wild night of messaging on the apps. <laughs> yeah, there was like one time when I first moved to Dallas and I like 
we went to happy hour with my coworkers, but didn't have a lot of friends outside of that. So they would all go back to their regular lives after happy hour. And I would go home to my apartment alone. And I would literally be like, what are you doing tonight <laughs> to people on dating apps? And they, I would fall asleep because I was at a happy hour. So I'd fall asleep at like 8.30 PM and wake up in the next day to like 20 messages of guys being like, nothing come over, nothing come over, nothing come over at like 12 PM. Oh no. So we don't That's do that iconic. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's not do that. It's a, it's a great idea in theory, but in practice, it doesn't sound like the best idea. Hinge, what are our thoughts? Hinge, I like the layout. Like you said, I think it's like the cleanest, the most aesthetic. I love the openers. I love like how you like someone can be not just like a photo or swiping right. It's like you like something about someone. So I really enjoy that. That being said, I'm never like really actively searching on hinge I've already said this like I'm really only liking guys who have liked me back which sounds conceited maybe after this I'll go through my hinge feed and see who's out there um but yeah I feel like I like their prompts and everything and the quality of men seem better but like I still have not found success on there I feel like even on these like nice dating apps guys still just want you to come over and don't want to take you out to dinner Oh, for sure. Because like like I said earlier, all the same people are on all of the apps. The one thing about Hinge that I like, besides it like being like a nice app in general, it is a little bit easier to tell a man who's tried and who's put effort in. Because if you tell me that you like The Office, if you tell me that you're competitive about everything, then I know that you, you're just filling out the, the freaking prompts just to get your profile like up and running, but you don't actually care enough to put anything meaningful about yourself. A hundred percent. She's like, I don't have anything to add here. I'm like, mic drop. I hate, I hate the generic answers. Like I said, if you have nothing clever in your bio, if you have nothing I can reply to, you're not getting anything. Or also something I really like about him is like people can make a comment. Like I always, even if like, I'm not initially like, oh my God, I like you. I like when guys lead in with something like commenting about something else instead of just automatically being like, they liked my top photo and said they're like, where was this taken? Like I'm automatically more prompted to reply if they send a reply, you know? Yeah. If you give me something to work with and I'm like, oh, okay, like this, this can work out for me. Maybe, maybe I won't hate you because it's like, you don't just tell me I'm cute. Like, obviously, first of all, obviously I'm cute. Second of all, that's the whole purpose of this fucking dating app. Like, obviously you think I'm cute. You would have matched with me. (laughs) I hate, I hate that. I hate when guys go, do you know you're so beautiful? I'm like, ah. yeah, I do actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh my gosh. These men, they, they honestly need to do better. Like oh, the bar. And it's just so sad because at this point, like now the bar is just on the floor because these men just don't know how to date. The bar is so low for them. I'm like, all I want you to do is take me out to get an $8 drink like one time. That's all I need. That's all I'm asking for. The bar is so low. And instead they're always like, oh, you're asking too much. Like, this is too soon. Like, so quick. Too soon? You want me to come over to your apartment? (laughs) The worst thing if you get on dating apps after a pandemic is guys, and this could be very valid for some people out there. I'm not going to say it's not valid, but guys are pulling the I don't really like to go out anymore because of coronavirus. Like, I'm really scared. Why don't you come over to my place and watch a movie instead? And you're like, no, I saw you were at the bar down the street the other day. I know you're not scared of corona. I don't want to watch a, quote, watch a movie with you. Uh, these, they think they're fucking slick. And I'm just like, no. 
No. They I know think, your game. Yeah, they literally think we're dumb. I'm like, I'm not stupid. They, they need to do better. But anyways, thank you. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Be sure to follow Mallory at Malmets and 20s and 20s. She's putting out great content. She's a queen. Is there anything else you want to plug about yourself? Did I get everything? No nope. final words. You plugged it. Thank you so much for having me on. I feel like I talked plenty. Hopefully you can edit some of this down or I don't know what you do, but I really appreciated <laughs> you having me. No problem. Okay, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you all next week. Later. Later.